Coming up on this episode of Sports Talk with Marcel. We kick off the show with headlines and we preview the 2022 NBA playoffs and who is in for upset the very first round. Plus, I'm handing out this year NBA awards for the season and what's next for Tiger Woods after coming up just short at the Masters. Best and worst and what is the Los Angeles Lakers needs in the offseason. This day in sports history, all right now on Sports Talk with Marcel. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Welcome back to Sports Talk with me, Marcel. Episode 78 on this wonderful Thursday, April 14th, 2024. Hope everyone having a tremendous Thursday as we getting ready to head into the NBA playoff this weekend. I will definitely be watching. Hope you guys are having a tremendous day as always. Um, we have so much to go get get into, not get into, but go over basically. Um, have a little bit of um, LA Lakers news. Uh, we have we're gonna um, revisit and revisit the coaches. It is now more coaches coming forward and joining. Um, Brian Flores with the NFL discrimination of a black coaches in the NFL. So it's more coaches coming out joining the, joining with him. And of course the Los Angeles Lakers. What a horrible season. And and, and, I, and I and I must say this. This will be my last time talking about the Los Angeles Lakers until the 22-23 season. So so as always, as always, thank you guys for your support, and um, thank for you, thank for your support and love as you all um, show me through so so many weeks and so many months. Um, but we definitely want to start off with some headlines, and unfortunately, the first headline is is very 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 sad. Um, very very sad. I'm still in disbelief myself. Florida Highway Patrol spokesperson, Lieutenant Indiana Marina Maria Marina Marina, said um, Hackens was pronounced dead at the scene. He was attempting to cross the westbound lanes of the intersection, Interstate 595, when there was oncoming traffic. Marina said in an email statement, she didn't say why um, Hackens was on the highway nor near Fort Lauderdale at the time. The accident caused the highway to be shut down for several hours. And Marina said it's an ongoing um, traffic homicide investigation. Um, Hackens was training in South Florida with the Steelers quarterback with other Steelers quarterbacks, running backs, and wide receivers. I am devastated and I'm at a loss of words. With the unfortunate passing of Dwayne Haskins, um, Steelers coach Mike Tomlin said in a statement, he quickly became part of our Steelers family upon his arrival in Pittsburgh and was one of the hardest workers both on the field and in our community. Dwayne was a great teammate, but even more, a tremendous friend to so many. I am truly heartbroken. Our thoughts and prayers are with his wife, Calabria and his entire family during this difficult during this difficult time. 
After a standout 2018 season at Ohio State, Hackens was selected 15 overall by the Washington Commanders in the 2019 draft. Hackens spent um, two, um, I would say, um, they identified another word, but I'm going to put it in my own words because I think it's more two, I would say, two basically learning seasons. They got it in words where I feel like it's it's kind of like disrespectful towards that. So I'm a, I'm gonna be more respectful and say it. Two learning um, seasons with Washington before signing in Pittsburgh before last season. We are devastated to hear the news of the traffic uh, tragic passing of Dwayne Haskins Jr. Commandos Daniel and um, Tanya Schneider said in a statement. He was a young man with a um, enormous amount of potential who had um, infectious personality. To say we are heartbroken is an understatement. Our hearts and prayers are with the members of the Wayne family and all of those who knew him and loved him. Dwayne was a talented young man who had a long life ahead of him, Commander's Coach Ron Rivera said in a statement. This is a very sad time, and I am honestly at a loss of words. I know I speak for the rest of the team and saying he was a he will be sorely missed. Our entire team is sending our heartfelt condolences and thoughts and prayers to the Hawkins family at this time. Like I said, very very unfortunate news, man. I know he had a um some growing pains in Washington and he be and I kind of felt like he would have a kind of new um, new found the respect for the game because me personally, I felt like he would. I, I kind of felt like at times he was a little nonchalant, but you know, he was a good person. You know, he tried and um, he 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 worked his tail off there. I just felt like that wasn't a right place for him. The fact that he wanted to really go to New York with a team he grew up loving so much, and so it is very, very unfortunate. Uh, everybody have their own opinions about it. I'm not going to get about none of it because it's a life. It's a life. As far as opinions when it comes to how, how, how what kind of player he was, um, why he was um, on his pressway, I don't really care about none of that. All I care about is somebody had potential and they gone at the age of 24. He would have been 25 next month. And that just that just it just sucks, man. It really sucks. It really makes you really think and uh, appreciate life more. Um, the dude really didn't even really get started with his career. It was just uh, it really it really shocked me. I saw this, um, I believe Saturday um, evening. I was like, I couldn't believe it. It was just so unfortunate. So my um, to the Haskin family. Um, on your loss, I don't know how to. I don't know how it feels to lose a son, but I definitely know how it feels to lose a brother. So, for all his siblings and his family, you know, my condolences and prayers to you. It's just very unfortunate and very sad, very sad situation. Um, but you know, um, times are hard, and you know. As you know, as we all know, our loved ones want us to move on, but never forget us. Always keep the memories. You know that's why you always cherish, and you have to cherish 
those memories because you just never know when it could be the last. Lawyers for lawyers for a former Miami Dolphins head coach Brian Flores is suing the NFL for racial discrimination in its hiring practices. Added two more longtime NFL coaches to added complaint Thursday. Steve Watkins, who was the Arizona Cardinals head coach in one season in 2018, and Ray Horton, an NFL assistant since 1994 who interviewed for the Tennessee Titans head coaching job in 2016, are now part of the lawsuit filed against the league. The Dolphins, Denver Broncos, the New York Giants, the Houston, Ash- the Houston Texans, and the Titans, and the Cardinals, plus 26 others, John Doe NFL teams. The Titans, the Colts, and the Texans was added to the lawsuit as part of the adamant as well. Flores' attorney allegated in the amendment complained that the Texans retaliated retaliated against Flores by removing him from consideration for their head coaching vacancy due to his decision to file his actions and speak publicly about the systematic discrimination in the NFL. The adamant lawsuit was filed in the Southern District of New York. It asked for, among other things, increased um, transparently in NFL hiring and sensitive for hiring black coaches um, was discriminated against as a um, bridge coach who was not given any meaningful change to succeed. Chance to succeed. Meaningful chance. Wilkins was 3-13 three and, three and 13 in the season with Arizona before being fired to replace Keith, um, Cliff Kingsbury. Lawyers wrote that whole, um, that's why Kingsbury has been successful. Mr. Wilkins, given the same opportunity offered to Mr. Kingsbury, surely would have succeeded as well. When Coach Flores filed his actions, I knew I owned it to myself, to all my, to all the black NFL coaches and inspired coaches to stand with him. Wilkins said in a statement released by his players, this lawsuit has shredded further information, important, important light on the problem that we all know exists, but that too few are willing to confront. Black coaches and candidates should have exactly the same ability to become employed and remain employed as white coaches and candidates. That is not currently the case, and I look forward to working was Coach Flores and the Coach Horton to ensure that aspiration of racial equality is the NFL become a reality. Very unfortunate situation. Unfortunate situation for these coaches to have to go through, you know, not being picked or not being considerate, you know, highly considerate for these coaching jobs. And the only thing I can really say right now, and and I and I and I and I mean this from the bottom of my heart. The only reason this is not a big story is because the NFL season is over. If when if this was if the season was ongoing, man, it'd be so many boycotts in these games. It'd be ridiculous. It really would. I just I just don't want the um next 2022-23 season to be sh- overshadowed by this. I think they just need to really get this 
handled if they can, if it's necessary, if it's that necessary for NFL, because I know they don't want anything, nothing like this. Black, um, having a black cloud over the season because, man, it could be a lot of boycotts, man. It could be a really, a lot, a lot of boycotts, and it's just not a very unfortunate situation. Um, and I really think it can get ugly. I really do. If this proceeds for another four, six months, it can, it can, it can stop a lot of stuff. Well, I don't know about stop, but it can slow down for sure. Um, so it's very unfortunate for that situation. Um, congratulations to Derek Carr. He have signed an extension with, um, the Las Vegas Raiders. For uh three years worth one hundred and twenty one million point five um and it, it was kind of crazy because he said that he wasn't gonna go anywhere I I kind of don't believe that man I kind of felt like if he would have been if he would have been a free agent I think he would have you know listened to at least where the options was but he's with Arizona he's with Las Vegas Raiders for um as of now. And he got his um, one of his best one of his best buzz over there, and, and Dante Adams, man, they do they gonna do a tremendous team. That division is gonna be tough, 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 tough for the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, I don't know if they're gonna win it this year. I, I I surely don't got them winning. I'm gonna tell you the truth right now. I don't have them winning at all. Probably a wild card at best. That division is very tough. Um, in other NFL news, Baker Mayfield. Feels disrespected. Oh, really? He said he feels disrespected by the Cleveland Browns after they traded for Deshaun Watson last season, last month. Efficiently ending, effectively ending Mayfield tender after four seasons as the team's starting quarterback. Them four seasons went by fast. As I quote, on 100%. As he said on YNK podcast released Monday, Wednesday, I was told one thing and they completely did another. Mayfield covered a range of topics on a podcast, including where he might play next. Play next, though Mayfield remains on the Browns roster. The team is act, act, actively looking to trade him. Mayfield said, "Seattle Seahawks, who traded away their star quarterback to the Denver Broncos this offseason." were probably the likely option for him. Even then, no idea, said Mayfield, who was under contract for 2022 at $18.9 million, which they need to really get rid of him, really. Fully guaranteed after the Browns picked up the fifth option last year. I'm ready for my next chapter. First off, Baker Mayfield, I kind of I understand what you're saying. You feel disrespected in. I wouldn't even use that word, to be honest with you, because... Um, you had a horrible season. Like, it's one particular game that come to mind at the Baltimore Sunday night game. But this dude, it was just like, I didn't see no leadership. I didn't see no fight. I didn't see no effort. I didn't see nothing from him. And you think, you're talking about disrespecting when they finna give you $18.9 million. Now, I don't know what the, 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 the procedures of them giving him, if it do, do they have a, a timeline for to give it to him, or he have to be released or traded by a certain date. 
it's just very unfortunate, man. It's very, very unfortunate to be put in this situation. Now, now mind you, he did only uh, completion for 60, 60%. A quarterback rating of 83 for the entire season. 17 touchdowns, 13 picks. Horrible. Probably his second or third worst season. Probably second worst season. Because my, my main thing with Baker Mayfield I feel like he is not a leader, but he don't definitely don't show it. He just don't show it. That's my personal opinion about him. You talking about a guy that led him to the playoff one year? It's like he up and it's like he up and down season, man. In Seattle, now I don't know why you want to go there. If the quarterback position is wide open, but that's a tough division. You think they're going to be any upgrade from the AFC North? No. You're going to walk into AFC North is a quarterback-driven division. NFC West is a defensive, defensive-driven division. Do you really want to get, like, sacked a lot or something, hit? Like, that's exactly what's going to happen. But I don't know if, I don't know. Now, I will say this. They did him kind of wrong. They at least could have got rid of him before they, they got the man there, at least. And then they get the man everything he want. Well, not even want. He could he could ask for the moon they gave to him. Speaking of Deshaun Watts, and it's it's clear to me, I think he's going to get suspended. But at least three or four games, at least six or eight or something, they not going to have this dude go through all their procedures and get nothing. That's just not gonna happen. He gonna get some. Um, he just gonna get some. But the 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 um, if I was him, I don't know where he could. I don't know where he could go. I don't know. It's not many options, man. Go to Detroit, man. <laughs> oh man. Now to one of the worst. Stories in the last two weeks. <laughs> the Los Angeles Lakers, they finally fired a um, head coach, um, former head coach. Well, he he coach, former head coach, whatever you call it. They fired Frank Vogel. Removed as coach of the Los Angeles Lakers. Early in the day, Lakers point guard Russell Westbrook opened up about the disconnection Um that existed between the two of them in his first season in L.A. I think it's unfortunate. Stop lying. Stop lying. Soon he said that I knew he was about to say some BS. To be honest, because I never had issue with any of my coaches before because we knew what kind of player you was. You wasn't playing with LeBron James or Anthony Davis. I'm, 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 I'm going to read it. I'm going to my thoughts after this. Westbrook said on Monday at his exit interview with the Lakers front office, I'm not sure what the, his it what uh, his issue was with me, or not sure why, but I can't really give you an answer on um to why we really never connected. Westbrook, who was the highest played player during the Lakers, um, nightmarish 2021-22 season, wasn't done with his gripping with just the coach either. He took aim to several other aspects of his Lakers experience that went awful in a 21-minute news conference, detaining how he felt um, how he felt, and how he was wronged. When I first got here, 
the ability to be to do what I'm able to do for the team and the organization wasn't given a fair chance, he said. Westbrook, who played in the 78 games and averaged 18.5 points and shooting of a 44.4 and 29.8 from three, seven-point rebounds and 7.1 percent a game, did admit his production didn't meet his personal standards. Just in my play general, not my best season. Just going off my own personal scale, he said, obviously I'm coming off averaging a triple-double, so anything less than that would not be a good season for me. In my eyes. Really? Let me finish this up because I got something to say about that one. You know what I'm saying? So that's why the scale were of where it comes from was a little bit different. Following the uh, following the loss of the Phoenix Suns last week that officially eliminated the Lakers from the playing tournament contention, Rushbrook said the plan would be to play in LA again next season so that he, James Davis, could see what they look like together. Would the benefit of health they played just twenty one games together this season because of Veer's injury going eleven and ten. Twenty one games. I have so many things to say about this dude. Uh, I don't even know where to start. First off, when Anthony, when 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 he was traded out, everybody knew. Well, me personally, I won't even say everybody. Me personally, I knew it won't work. I knew it wasn't gonna work. Now I didn't. I didn't expect them to be this horrible, but I just knew that Russell Westbrook with the Lakers wouldn't work. And then he say. Uh, how you don't how you haven't given a fair chance when you only averaged eighteen points, forty four from shooting and twenty nine from three. That is you. You can't blame nobody for nothing else. Even though he admitted, that's your person. That's your you. You have to see. He got to take that personal standards out the. He got to throw that out the window. Cause when you playing on a championship cup. Um, championship um, kind of team built to win a championship, those personal standards are out the window. They not gonna, they, that's not going to fly. Then he said he want to be back next year for another run around. First off, LeBron is going to be one year older. He's going to, it's like, it's like people, they, it's like some of these athletes, especially NBA, they be saying some of the most dumbest things. You want to have another shot to do what? To have your own personals. You ain't going to average no triple-double, so let's, let's fast forward to this moment next season. You're not going to have a successful season for the 2022-23 season because you're not going to average no triple-double. Even if LeBron James and Anthony Davis don't play, you're just not going to average no triple-double. you not. You need to throw that personal standards out the window. Anthony Davis. Who's to say this dude injury prone? I've said it, and I'm going to keep saying it to people here or get where I'm coming from. Anthony Davis, I've said it the year they won the title. He is not going to last in this league. He's not. If he continuously be injured, how much can you? How how much can a person mentally take? Mentally and physically take? From being injured so much, at some point you gotta say, you know what? I'm done with this. 
because it's obviously something that's just not right with me or your body to for you to obviously continuously be coming up injured every single season, every single season. And I'm going to get to what LeBron said because he said some of the worst things he ever said, in my personal opinion. But Westbrook, James, and Davis will not work. It won't, especially the salary cap. We're talking about the salary. These dudes, all three of these dudes, not even playing up to their highest potential. Well, I will, I will, I will um, well, not not LeBron James. He's doing what he can. I kind of, I respect the man. He's doing all he can. But at some point, you got to be honest with yourself, man. And I'm going to get right into what he said. LeBron James said he will be hands off this <laughs> Hands off when it comes to the Los Angeles Lakers offseason decision making process and the awakening of the most disappointing, they forgot to say, the most embarrassed and sad and disappointing season in franchise history. This, that's not my decision. James said Monday ahead of team exit interviews, it's not my decision to sit, sit here and say, well, this is what we should bring back and have on the roster. That would be the front office decision. And obviously they may ask they may ask my input, but at the end of the day, they'll make the decision they feel was best suits for the franchise going forward. Since James came to the Lakers in the summer of 2018, Vice President of Basketball Operations and General Manager Rob Palinka has refused to um re-reference to James as a stockholder. Um, allowing for greater influence from the star when it comes to personnel decision when the typical player-management relationship. However, after James Anthony Davis' input led to Los Angeles overhauling his roster to trade for Russell Westbrook last summer, only to see the team finish just 33-4. and four. I want to laugh so bad, yo. That's what it's sad. <laughs> Oh, my God. It's crazy because I've said this from the jump. Soon, soon as they that championship, that soon they won a bubble championship. A bubble, I say bubble. Soon they won that bubble championship. They was not going to be good. They just not. <laughs> they traded everybody. Oh, my God. And they failed to qualify. They even failed to qualify for a play-in tournament. I want to do LeBron James. Do how he feel about the playing tournament now? Cause he he didn't like it at first. Then he liked it. Well, he didn't. He liked it at first. Then he didn't like it. Now I bet he want to like. I can't even get into the playing tournament. <laughs> Appears to be shift in strategy. I think the front office will do what it whatever it takes to help. The ball club become a better ball club from top to bottom. James said, "Ask my opinion. I'm going to give my opinion. But at the end of the day, they're going to make the decision. Why? How many times you got to say that, man? Scratch all that, man. LeBron James going to make the decisions, man. Why are he telling these reporters lies? 
we know this team was built. This team, not LeBron, know that this this didn't work, right? I guarantee you, if I would say at least five of those five guys will probably be gone because they they old they they Lakers are the oldest team. Everybody know that. It's just not going to work. I feel like Carmelo Anthony is is done. Um. Man, it's just it's just tough. Anthony Davis, he's been done. He cooked. He burnt. I just don't see him having an All Star caliber season no more. I really don't. All Star season, no. All Star caliber season, it's a uh, uh. Uh-uh. I don't see none of that happen. But happening for Anthony Davis, he injury prone. It's, it's been going on for ever since he's been in L.A. I'm not even going to go to the Pelican days. Ever since he's been in L.A., he's been injured every single season and more than once. If it weren't for that five-month gap and they won a bubble, who, who's to say they would have won the championship? Because everybody had five months off, man. Well, nobody prepared to play in basketball no more. But LeBron, he was the reason why they restarted it anyway in July. If you want to be, If you want to be honest... He was the main reason. So, I don't see nothing going good for the LA Lakers for the next two years. LeBron James, if I was him, man, I would get one more year in, and I would call it quick because this season, and we're going to go to um, sports talking, um, sports, um, this day in sports history, but as of right now, as of Thursday, April 14, 2022, hear me loudly. That goal conversation is done because you guys failed to realize that at, at 40 years old, Michael Jordan had a better record than LeBron James at 37. And the dude was one to a couple games away from AC. Just imagine if they had the play in tournament. Do you know Michael Jordan would have led his team? This is how bad it sounds. It sounds bad. Michael Jordan at 40 years old, if they would have had the play-in tournament 20 years ago, Michael Jordan at 40 years old would have had the Washington Wizards in a play-in tournament. Let that sink in. Let's go to this day in sports history. It is now time for this day in sports history. In 1986, the Boston Celtics finished the season with a 40-1 home record. In 1987, first three San Diego Padres hit home runs of San Francisco Giants starter Roger Mason. And in 1997, a rare double doubleheader played in the same city as the Mets host the Giants and the Yankees host the A's at the rain the previous day. And in 2014, Manny Pacquiao defeated Timothy Bradley to regain his WBO welterweight boxing title. That was this day in sports history. Ladies and gentlemen, that was this day in sports history. NBA play-in tournament last Night and Tuesday night, we're seeing a very tremendous game. We're going to get last night games out of the way since they was most uninterested to me. Charlotte Hornets lose 
this game, they they really didn't come out of play whatsoever, man. Last year, they didn't learn absolutely nothing from the playing tournament. Knowing that you're going to be on the road, you got to come out strong and um, strong. The, basically knowing that, basically seeing that Trey Young's were having an awful game in that first half. They still didn't have no answer for how to score baskets, how to really do anything. They get take care of 132 to 103. Trey Young's picked it up in the third half, the second half, 24 points, 11 assists. The San Antonio Spurs got sent, well, New Orleans sent the Spurs and Greg Popovich and the Greg Popovich himself into basically considering retirement as they beat them 113 to 103. CJ McCall, something special, man. Something very special. 32 points, seven assists. What I didn't like was Zion Williamson, Duncan, Air three sixty style pregame. I didn't. What's what you doing that for? Like it's just this dude. I'm really starting not to like him as a person because you could see, it, it, like they say, man, it's not what you say, it's what you do and how you do it. The how he do stuff, how he handle his business as a as an NBA player is disrespectful to the game. Very disrespectful to the game. There is no way you did not, you don't, you don't, and I'm sorry to take away from, I'm sorry, but I just had to say this. This dude have no respect for the game. There is no way you the number one pick. You barely played this season itself. Uh, the year he got drafted, he played what? 20, 30 some games. This year you played, you didn't play no games. And you not only did it on Instagram, you're doing it again. You're doing it again. Like, this have to be the most arrogant, disrespectful, immature basketball player I've ever seen. I've ever seen. He's showing the New York Pelicans. I don't give a damn about basketball. I don't give a damn about nothing but me. He's selfish. He's a selfish player. And I know some of the greats say sometimes you have to be selfish, but you have to get to that level to have that mentality. And he haven't done nothing. The only thing he have done is gain weight, have surgeries, lose weight, have surgeries, duck around. Like, the dude have no respect for the game. And I promise you, if I was in that gene, if I was in that front office of New Orleans, the first thing I'm doing this offseason is trading him to a team he, I know he won't be happy with. That's what I would personally do. You want to disrespect us and slap us in our face? We're going to disrespect you and slap you in your face. We're going to send you a team that's probably worse than us. Give up a couple picks for him. I, I wouldn't care. Cleveland, man, I just had to get that out of my chest. That was just so like that was just it really irks my soul when I saw that. Cleveland um, um Brooklyn had a tremendous game, man. 115 to 108, Kyrie over 34 points, 12 assists, Kevin Durant, 25 points, 11 assists. The duo is unbelievable, man. They could probably go down for probably one of the greatest duo in the NBA, especially in the last 20 years. They going into that game, I just knew they weren't gonna lose, especially at home, man. Kyrie, Kyrie came out and just really showed that 
He was on a mission. Of course, then KD came back second half. He was on a mission as they move on to Boston, which I think they're going to be Boston in six. I don't get. I don't care what nobody say. I, I see all these analysts on Sports Center, all these other sports analysts as they they job they get paid to do their job. Um, they predicting. I'm telling you right now, it, I, I'm not predicting it. I just feel like Boston is going to lose. Like they say, I, I it's not a prediction. I'm not predicting this. I really believe Brooklyn is going to take care of them probably in five or six. They are on a mission. I I I know I think they're going to beat them. You know what? I'm just going to say it like this. Brooklyn will beat Boston in six or seven games. Book it. The Clippers lose to Minnesota 109 on one um I believe 109 to uh 113. Anthony Edwards, 30 points, unbelievable. D'Angelo Russell, 30, 29 points. Man, Carl Anthony Towns had a, had a horrible game and all the way through. When he got fouled out, I kind of thought it was over. With seven-something left to go on the fourth, I thought it was over. But, man, Anthony Edwards came back and had a tremendous game that entire fourth quarter. D'Angelo Russell kept them in the game, and they took care of the Clippers. But, man, you have to – you got to – you have to – um, you have to respect that man, Patrick Beverly. He is something special. He might go down as one of the best defensive guards ever. Next to the glove, Gary Payne. Because this dude, it ain't even about scoring to him. It's all about defense. It's all about defense to him. And he's just something special. And everybody's saying Shaq, even Shaq and Charles said on the other night inside the NBA, Minnesota might be Memphis. Now, the more they say it, the more I start believing it. But then again, I start looking back at the season Memphis had. I'm like, I don't think so. It's a chance, but I don't think I don't think Memphis is going to let them just come into their house and just take care of them like that. I don't think that's going to happen. But um, Boston and Brooklyn. I mean, um, Atlanta and um, Cleveland, go they get um, – they play tomorrow night for the final spot of the Eastern Conference – Playoff, hey, whoever win that is going to Miami. I would tell you like this, whoever win that is going to get swept by the Miami Heat. <laughs> that's just how it is. I just think that's how it is. I don't think neither of these teams. But I, I really think Cleveland might win. Just simply the fact they off their home and they had a tremendous year. I don't think they have a tremendous year and, let it, and, and just go out like the way they did because they was the top of that conference. And to be having a position to be in the AFC and you don't get it, and you at home, it kind of be a disappointing season. Um, Utah and Dallas, they face off Saturday. Um, That could be a very good, interesting matchup. I think it might go seven, basically depending on Luka Doncic. Um, Calf strain, he had the night before, I believe it was against the, I forgot who it was against. Um, I think Luganel might get that one, get that game. Basically, depending on how he play, not how he play, if he play. Um, I think I would take Dallas to win in six. Um, Minnesota and Memphis. Everybody picking Memphis to get upset. I don't think so. I think Memphis win this in seven. I think it'd be a very good series. Minnesota can get a couple games, probably sneak, um, steal one on the road, but gets a couple games at home. But I think Memphis close it out. In that seven game, if it even gets to seven. Um, Toronto and Philly. Toronto and Philly. Now, crazy thing about this game is Doc Rivers said last week, 
Are you afraid of facing the, this team? Are you, are you, is you scared to face the team right now? He said, no, nah, we want all the smoke. I think you're going to get the smoke, too, and I think they're going to put you out because if you're looking at if you're asking me, is they going to beat the um, Toronto Raptors, I would tell you no, especially if James Harden don't play the MVP caliber we know. The MVP, the MVP caliber we know of James Harden, if he don't play that caliber, if he's going to give you 13 points, 20 points, that ain't going to happen. They not beating him if he's going 20, 13 points. That's just not going to happen. I see Toronto winning in six. Because I, I don't see them going on the road and being uh, – I don't even see them winning on in Toronto. I just don't. That crowd is just – they haven't had a playoff basketball in, what, a year or two? Close to three years? Um, that, they, the, the city going to be um, unbelievable. Denver Golden State. Curry practice this week. No way, man. I think Devil get get um, get out of here in five. I think go to they're gonna come out on a miss. Straight miss out the gate. And Sunday games, you have Chicago and Milwaukee. I'm very disappointed in Chicago, man. I'm very disappointed in, in Chicago. Everybody's saying they want the, the the they want at least the, the um Bulls to get a game. I just think they might just get swept, but I'll get them a game, man. They they ha- they have been awful. End of the season, of course, the New Orleans Pelicans. The winner of the Pelicans and Clippers get the Phoenix Suns. Another game where I know for sure who played them. Whoever Phoenix played, they get the Phoenix sweeping them. They on a we need we ain't playing no games this season because now is the moment. And Tim Leggett said it perfect. The most pressure, and I agree, is on Chris Paul because this is the year for the Phoenix Suns to win it all. And I kind of want them to do it. I kind of want them to do it. I kind of want them to do it. As I previously said, Brooklyn, I got Brooklyn in six. I really think Brooklyn going to take care of them in six. Now we're going to head over to the MVP awards of this year. Rookie of the year, no doubt about it. Scott, Scotty Burns, man. This dude is a, a very a very elite defender as a rookie. He's he's um he's he's a tremendous player, very tremendous player. I just can't wait to see what he have next year. I can't wait to see the years after that because if if you if you ask me, I think he could be I think he could be the man of that team in a year or two. Knowing um Pascal Pascal Siakam, he been he been he been he been up and down this season, but if he continues to go downhill, we'll have them up and down games and Scotty Burns is just, you know, shooting to the moon to the stars, they're gonna get rid of him. I I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, defensive player of the year, you have to give it to Giannis, man, because I don't think you're MVP. You already know you're MVP. I'm gonna get to it, but you already know you're MVP. I would not get. I, you gotta give Giannis something. <laughs> the defensive player of the year is Tyler Hero, six man of the year, man. Who better than him? Come off the bench and averaging what, like, close to close to twenty five points? Come on, man. Coach of the year, no doubt about it. The most friends, I think they got the most franchise records. Not the franchise record. They have the friend the most. Wins in Richard history at the Phoenix, I believe, 63-64. Monty Williams, man. Easy. That's an easy selection. And, of course, the MVP. I, I, you have to give it to Joel Embiid, man. You have to give it to him. Simple fact that he's been doing this all by himself this entire season. This is, and I, I, He set out a couple games, but, man. He's really been consistent this season. I will give an MVP to uh, I will give the MVP to Joel Williamson. Now it's time for best and worst. 
ladies and gentlemen, before we get out of here, we're going to go over the best and worst of the week. The absolute worst of the week when Mal Bridges last night throwing his mouthpiece into a crowd and accidentally hitting a girl. Then this dude going to obviously say, I'm, I'm, I accept any penalty coming. Man, you know what's going to come. You're going to get a fine and suspended. <laughs> he know what's coming to him. The absolute best thing I've seen this week, and I saw the interview this, um, I believe it was yesterday morning on Get Up with um, Mike Greeny, Danny Garcia, Ma, um, The Rock, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, ex-wife, have just became the first female owner in American Sports League. Congrats to Miss Danny Garcia, XFL 2023. I can't wait. And congratulations to Scotty Sheffield, um, winner in the Masters this past weekend. Very first one. I saw his press conference. He was very... He was very, he couldn't really speak, man. He was just so overwhelmed with the, with the, um, with the win, you know, um, very, very, very good dude. And kudos to him. Tiger Woods, now you have to give it to Tiger Woods too, because this dude, he didn't, he walked all the holes. He walked, I believe, 70 something holes to each hole. And I was very, knowing that what he been through over the past couple of years, very, 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 very um, kudos to him in that aspect. But that would do it for this episode of Sports Talk with me, Marcel. Um, I'll be back next week, and we definitely we're gonna go over these playoff um, game ones and get maybe game twos. I believe game twos is Tuesday for the games that play um, Saturday. And of course, thank y'all for the love and support as always. I really appreciate you guys. Uh, for either you know tuning in, telling someone about the podcast, and make sure you guys um, just tune in, you know, even share to a family or friend. Um, I love it. I love doing this, and I will continue to do this as much as you guys love it. Um, um, as always, be good, be great. I hope you guys have a good weekend. Be blessed. Be great. I think it's be blessed. I don't think I'm missing on my words. Be good. Be great. Be blessed. I'll see you guys next week. Have a good one.